Okay, today's daf is daf samach beis. We left off on daf samach aleph and beis in the middle of the amud. Um, we're in the middle of the sugi of tonight kafel. Whether you need a tonight kafel or not is machlokas tanaim. And uh, the gemara is about to bring seven rayos one way or the other. Uh, whether you need tonight kafel or not. So we had a machlokas just to refresh our memories between Rav Meir, who was the first time in our, in our Mishnah, who said that called tonight she'enu ketonai b'nei gadol b'nei ruvein is not a good tonight. That every tonight has to resemble tonight b'nei gadol b'nei ruvein, and he means by that tonight b'nei gadol b'nei ruvein worry tonight kafel. He may mean more than that, but he certainly means at least that. And Rabbi Chaim Begamliel says that uh, no, the Tanai B'nei Gadol B'nei Ruvain, granted it was a Tanai Kafel, but it was only a Tanai Kafel because it had to be a Tanai Kafel. To not say it in both ways, to not reverse the language and say what would happen if they didn't go and fight, we would not have had, had the Torah not said that, we never would have known what the, uh, what the rule would have been had they not come to help fight. So it was necessary over there for Moshe Rabbeinu to be Kofel the Tanai. But normally, you don't need to be kofel tonight in order for tonight to work. And tonight doesn't need to be said in, uh, in, 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 in both directions. So that's the machloka. So we're up to literally right in the middle of the page on Daf Samachal and Bey's first one line of Zenechzu. We're on the second one in the line. So first Raya the Gemara has Bishlam, Meir, I understood very well according to a Meir that you do need a tonight kofel. That's why it says by Kayin, at the very beginning of the Torah, it says, Imtetiv Se'es, Vimlotetiv Apesachatas Rov. Now, Kodesh Baruch Hu warns Kain, look, if you do good, so then you will be lifted up, you will, everything will be wonderful. But if you don't do good, so then sin will crouch at the door, meaning you're going to have trouble. So I understand very well, according to Mayor, why he had to say what would happen if he doesn't do good. Shouldn't it be obvious, if you do good, then you'll be uplifted, if you don't do good... Things are going to be bad, so, but yet the Rebbeinu Shalom is kofel the tonight. According to Rabbi Chanina, why is it necessary to be kofel the tonight? If you don't need tonight kofel, why did why was why did the Rebbeinu Shalom make a tonight kofel with Kayin? No, because had the Rebbeinu Shalom not been kofel the tonight. I would have thought imtative agra, imlotative lo agra, velodina. That if you do good, you're going to get rewarded, and if you don't do good, you're not going to get rewarded. Nor will you get punished. Nothing's going to happen. It's going to be parif. Come Ashmelon. Therefore, it comes to tell me. Therefore, the Rebbeinu Shalom had to come and tell Kayin that it's going to be bad if you don't uh, if you don't do if you don't do the right thing. Second raya. Bishlam the Rabbi Meir Einstein very well according to Rabbi Meir Hainu Duchsiv as Tinakame Olasi Einstein very well Avram Avinu says to Eliezer that um, go find a wife for Yitzchak from my family don't take from the Kananim for a wife uh, to to, to uh, don't take a wife for Yitzchak from the Kananim and uh, Eliezer says but what's going to be if I don't find uh, if if the woman doesn't want to come back with me. Right, Ulai, maybe she's not going to want to come back with me. That's what we discussed recently. That the word Ulai, that's the Grosvart. That the word Ulai is a is a is means maybe, but it's a hopeful maybe. Whereas the word Pen also means maybe, but that's a negative maybe, something that you don't want to happen. And uh, we so we explain that that's what Eliezer the Gra explains that when and, and Chazal really explained the Gemara explains that Eliezer really wanted to marry Rashi and Chumash quotes the Gemara that Eliezer really wanted his daughter 
to uh, to be able to marry Yitzchak, and uh, that's why he was a hopeful Ulai. Ulai, maybe maybe the girl won't want to come back with me, and then I'll still have an in in the family. Then maybe I'll still have a chance to marry my daughter off to Yitzchak. But uh, but anyway, either way, Avram Avinu tells him, "Az tinaka me'alasi." That uh, then you're going to be clean from uh, from this shavuah. You're not going to be you're not going to be bound by this shavuah anymore. So I understand why he has to tell him that if she doesn't come back, he's not going to be bound by the shavuah anymore, which is the negative side of the tanai because you need tanai kafel. But according to Rebbe why is it necessary to say with the uh, the negative side? So isrich. Because I might have thought, if she's interested in coming back, but her family doesn't want her to come back to marry Yitzchak, so I might think you should kidnap her, take her, uh, run away with her, and make sure that she, uh, and forget her family, don't, don't worry about what her family says. Kamashmulan therefore comes to tell me that no, that both she and her family have to be willing to give her over. Why do we then need the phrase if she doesn't want to come back? So Because I might have thought that if they're okay with it, but she's not okay with it, then you can force her to come back to marry Yitzchak. Kamashmulan therefore comes to tell me not so. Comes to tell me that you need both her and her family to be okay with it. If you look at Rashi on the third very wide line on the bottom of the page, Bishlama the Rabbi Meir, the Amar Lo Shaminan, who says that you can't just derive from the positive side of the uh, of the Tanai what the negative would be. That's why it says in the Torah that uh, what would happen if she doesn't want to come back, then, then Eliezer is clear from the Shavuah. Because Avram Avinu made, him take a, made a Shavuah on him, that if he doesn't go to his family, this Shavuah is going to be Chal on him. And we can't uh, derive what the Allah would be that, uh, that, 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 uh, that, that if he goes, the Shavuah won't be Chal. So, uh, so, I, so I understand very well, according to a mayor, why you need to say both sides, because you can't derive one from the other. But according to Rabbi Chalim Megumliel, the Gemara asked, Why do you have to say that if you go, you will be naki from my Shavuah? So it must be that uh, had he not said the uh, Tanai Kafel, then the whole thing, would, the whole Tanai would have been invalid. But if you look at Tosfos, Tosfos Deeper Maskel Bishlomo, Bishlomo the Rameir, Hainu Duxiv, Astinakam Elsa the Rechanin Lamali, Tema, Mayin Yenzeitzel Machlokas. He says, I don't get what this has to do with our Machlokas. What this Tanai, that, uh, this condition that Avram Avinu, this Shavua that Avram Avinu made with Eliezer has anything to do with us. This wasn't a Tanai. It wasn't that he attached any sort of Tanai to, to anything that Eliezer had to do. El Beferishamar, She Yishvalo She Yikach Ishalubnomi Mishvachto. He made him take a shavua, not a tanai. He said, "Take a shavua that you have to take a wife for my son from my family." And had the Torah not said explicitly that if they don't give her over to you, you're going to be clear from from the shavua. 
I would have thought, look, the shvur was, you bring me back a woman. You bring back a woman for my family. I don't care if they want, don't want, whatever. You come back without a, you come back empty-handed, you violated a shvur. That's why he needs to say what's going to happen if she doesn't want to come back. Because otherwise, a blatant violation of the shvur. Nothing to do with Tanai. So it says, tells us, and that which Rashi says, is difficult to understand. Sounds from Rashi that had Eliezer gone to the uh, to, to Avram's family, and they wouldn't be interested in giving a one of their daughters to Yitzchak, so that then uh, that then Yitzchak would be allowed to uh, to then Eliezer would be allowed to take one of the Benos Canaan. but that's not true. Uh, I'm not sure what that, what that line is referring to, because then Rebbechim Yomuliel will be referring to something else entirely than Rameir. I'm not sure what that's saying. But Tosus is bothered. He says, according to Rashi, the whole point is that if they don't want, then you can go take from the Benos Kanan. He says, there's no, there's no way. There's no way that the Benos Kanan were ever, uh, were katsti b'chayi. There's no way that they were ever going to be a possibility. L'chein pirushri bishlam so the re-explains different. Bishlam l'rameir d'lesle mechal hein ato shmei alav. I understand very well according to Rameir, who doesn't hold the general idea of Mechal Heinat Hashemay Alav, that you can derive the negative from the positive. Afal Pisha Svaruhu, even though it's logical, Kshadam Masa Mechaverim Tasazah, Ete Mechazah, Vimotasalot Mechah. Okay, so it's logical when I say, look, if you do this, I'll give you uh, whatever. So it's logical to assume that if you don't do it, I won't give it to you. Nevertheless, Rameir says you cannot derive Mechal Hein at Hashemay Alav. Even though it's logical to assume that he only made him take the Shvua al-Manas, that you know, he'll do whatever is within his control, but it's not within his control if they're not going to be interested in giving, in, in giving the daughter, still he had to specify and he had to say explicitly, look, if they don't give, then you're going to be naki. This raya is not about tonight. The raya is about what we can figure out on our own and what we can't figure out on our own. What's the underlying premise of Rameir Shita that you need a tonight kafel? The underlying premise is that we don't rely on our own svara that you need to specify everything. You need perfect clarity when it comes to a Tanai. Sounds like, it's a big chakir in the Akronim, sounds like the idea of Tanai Kafel is not just a formality when it comes to the dinam of Tanai. The idea of Tanai Kafel is that you need perfect clarity. Right? So that's why we can apply the idea of Tanai Kafel to other areas of Halacha as well. Like by a Shavua over here. Because logically one could assume... That uh, one could assume that that if they were not willing to give the girl over, that Eliezer would not be bound by the shvua. But Rameir says, I don't care what lo- what you could assume logically. We don't rely on logic. You need perfect clarity, and therefore you have to say everything explicitly. So just like you, by but you need to, you need that by a shvua, you need it by tonight as well. So it's a good raya to tonight from the shvua of Avram Avinu. But according to Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Chanina says you don't need perfect clarity. You you can you can rely on svari. You can rely on things that you could figure out yourself. 
So lefi das baleyatanam lama pirishim lo yitnu lecha pshita im lo yitzu litein diya naki. Then why would Avram Avinu demand uh, you know be so clear and explain what would happen if they don't want to give? If you're allowed to rely on svara, that's the. That's the uh, the the question on Rabbi Chanan Megamliel. It has nothing to do with Tanai per se. Lumareinu Rabbi Yitzchak nira sheshtei shvuos hishpio achashik achishol benomi mishpachto. And Rabbi Yitzchak explains that there were two shvuos. One that he takes a wife from his family. A second shvur not to take from the Benos Kanan. So he mentions that there are two separate shvurs, and he says that you're going to be naki from shvuasi zos, from this shvur, meaning from the shvur of taking me if my family doesn't want to give. But you're not going to be naki from the other shvur. I mean, this deals with Tosas Kashan Rashi. Tosas Kashan Rashi was, how could you say that he's going to be naki from the shvur if they don't want to give? What? Then, then Yitzchak's going to be allowed to marry one of the Benos Kanan? So Tosas says, no, no. You could be naki from the shvur and still not be allowed to marry one of the Benos Kanan. Because there were two shvuos. There was a shvur that you have to find a girl from my family, and there was a shvur not to take one of the Benos Kanan. If my family doesn't want to give, you're putter from shvur number one. You're not putter from shvur number two. So that's a way of being uh, metaret, that kasha that Tosas had on Rashi. But either way, the, uh, this Tosas, it's a critical Tosas in the sense that it reveals to us a little bit about what the idea of Tanai Kafal is, whether it's just a formality in Dinam of Tanai, in which case it would be limited to Dinam of Tanai, or it's an issue of having super clarity and not relying on Svara, not leaving anything to our own minds to figure out. Tosa seems to say, take the second side, and that's why it would not only apply to Tanai, it would apply to Shvua as well. Okay, says the Gemara Vaiter. Third possible raya. Bisham, the Rabbi Rahim Duxim Mukhukosa, Telech Mukhukosa, Timasu, the Rabbi Khanim Begamli Alamali, Einstein, very well according to Rabbi Meir, that's why the Torah has to say, look, if you follow my ways, if you follow the laws of the Torah, so then wonderful. In Mukhukosa, Timasu, and if you don't, then you can have all the clothes. So it's so uh so but according to Bukhanim Gamliel, obviously if you if the Torah says if you uh if you're Amal Batorah and you follow all the ways of the Torah, so then you're gonna get brachos. Obviously if you don't, you're gonna get klalos, it's obvious. So it says in Mana Isra, Salkadaid Khamina Mukhukosa Tilech Bracha, in Mukhukosa Timasullah Brachvala Klala. I might have thought that we're like Ainumitsuviosa, that uh that everything we do, if you do good, so it's wonderful, you're gonna get schar, it's gonna be wonderful. And if you don't do good, so okay, so it'll be par if you're not gonna get schar. You're not going to get punished. Nothing will happen. That it's all extra credit. Everything we do in this world is extra credit. So come therefore comes tell me no that it's not so. That's why I need the Torah to tell me what happens in in, in Bechukosaytimaso if we don't if we don't do the ways of the Torah. It's, it's a remarkable hava mina. No, that's that's really what, what I would have thought. I, I would have thought that you get uh, you get nothing. I didn't have a chance to look around and see if anyone talks about it. But it's pretty amazing hava mina. Uh, anyway, obviously it's uh, it's incorrect. Bishlam the Rameir Hainu Duchsev fourth possible right. I understand very well according to Rameir. That's why it says in Tovu Shmat and now we're going into Parak Aleph of uh, Sefer Yeshayahu. Right, this is uh, the Torah of Shabbos Chazon. I believe, right? So, in, uh, right, Chazon, Chazon Yishayu Ben Amot. Im Tovu Shmatem, Vim Tumanu Morisem. So, Yishayu says, what happens if we listen to Hashem, and what happens if we don't listen to Hashem? Again, similar to Bechut Kosei Tumas, but now we're going with the Navi. Hello, Rabbi Chanin Ben Gamliel Lamali. But according to Rabbi Chanin Ben Gamliel, why do I need, uh, why do I need it to say the negative as well? Shouldn't it be obvious from the positive? 
Again, that same Havamina. I would have thought you do good, everything will be great, and you don't do good, it will be part of nothing uh, nothing special. Kamashvon therefore comes to tell me no. When we do bad, we are punished. My cherev tochlu. What does a pasuk mean when it says you'll eat swords? That seems a little harsh. How, what, what, what kind of uh, uh, what kind of phrase is that? That we're going to have to eat swords? So it says Gemara Amar Rava Milcha Galal Nisa Nahamadasari Akusha Ubitzeli that we're going to eat uh, food that is uh, that's, that's coarse salt and uh, and barley bread and uh, hardened onions. That these things are like uh, are di- when you eat these foods, it's as bad for your health as eating swords. Meaning we're going to be so poor, we're not going to be able to have uh, refined good food, and we're going to have to eat this uh, barley bread. It's like it's like Michael Behema, and the salt is not even going to be refined. Nothing is going to be good, and uh, it's going to be very unhealthy. We're going to have to eat very unhealthy foods, right? That's uh, uh, it's, it's, it's mamish what's happening, right? I just saw the news yesterday. McDonald's is doing great because of, uh, because, because of the recession. Everyone wants the $1 meal. So you're not going to be able to afford, uh, when the economy is bad, when things are not going well, when you're going to have a kalala, you're going to be forced to eat very unhealthy food. So, uh, so it's going to cause problems. It's going to be like eating swords. So it uh, says, That's why the, the Pasuk says in the Torah, by Sota, Im lo if you did nothing wrong, so then perfect, you're naki, you're going to be clean, you're going to be clean, everything's going to be great. But according to the mayor, it should say the flip side also, shouldn't it? It should say, and if you did, then you're going to be you're going to be strangled, you're going to you're going to die and choke on the mayor and everything's going to be terrible. So why why does it uh, why does it only say the positive of hinaki, not the negative hinaki? Some Rabbi Tanchum, Hinaki Ksiv, Rabbi Tanchum says, yeah, but that's why if you look at the word Hinaki, there's no Yud between the He and the Nun. It's because it's trying to, uh, to, to allude to the idea that the He is interchangeable with the Ches, and that really it relates to Chenek as well. That really both the positive and the, ne- and the negative are bound up together in that, uh, in that word. If you look at Rashi, Hinaki Ksiv below Yud, the Midrashay Kimikrao, so we could darshan it, Kimikrao, the Shavua, Rishona, Imlo Shachav, Tehinakia, right? You, you could darshan the Kri and the Ksiv. The Kri to say that if she didn't sleep with anybody else, she's going to be Nikia. And we can uh, we can darshan the mesoras as well for the uh, previous shvua to connect it to the pasuk afterwards. Meaning after the word naki, then it says and if uh, and 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 uh, if you did veer, right? So the chinaki is going to go on the next pasuk that if you did veer and you did uh, sleep with someone else, so then you're going to suffer uh, you're going to suffer strangulation. So if you look. At Tosos, Hinaki Ksiv, Pirish Bakuntras, Vahaki Kofel, Vim Loshachav Hinaki, Vim Shachav Chanki. That if you don't, uh, if you didn't sleep with someone else, you're going to be Naki, otherwise you're going to choke. Vahaki Satis, the Kai Chanki, Avaaki Satis, right? That's why the, the, the Chenek part is going on the next Pasuk, the Ksiv Basrei. The Kasha, Dim Kain Avle Maisa Kodam Lutanai. But wait a second. Then it's telling what's going to happen before it mentions the Tanai in the second half, right? It says that you're going to choke. If you uh, if you did sleep with someone else, that's a, we learned that you need to not call them You need to say 
if you didn't sleep with anybody, you're going to be clean. You're fine. If you did sleep with somebody, then you're going to choke. You shouldn't have the, you're going to choke before the, if you did. So, it's, uh, and we know Rameir holds, you need now, there's nothing to do with the Pasuk that appears afterwards. He says, it's nothing to do with the, with the Pasuk afterwards. It's just that it's written with, with, without the Yud so that you can read it in both ways. And it's as if the Kohen said the whole statement twice, as if the Kohen said that uh, you're going to choke and if you uh, and and if you didn't do anything wrong, then you're going to be naki. And in that way, it's the tanai called the mice of both ways because it's all that one pasuk. We're not going for for the tanai. We're not relying on the following pasuk on the pasuk afterwards. We're we're, we're the, the entire thing is in is in this original pasuk. Um, the uh, the 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 in Hilchos Ishos Paragvav Halacha Beis points out that this machlokas Rashi and Tosos. I mean, what's what's the defense for Rashi? What does he do about the Tanai Kodum Lemaisa issue? So he says this machlokas Rashi and Tosos is is whether you need Tanai Kodum Lemaisa on the second half of the Kefala Tanai also. Meaning for sure, Rashi would agree. Yes, Rameir says you need Tanai Kodum Lemaisa, of course. But you have Tanai Kodum Lemaisa. If you didn't do anything wrong, you're going to be naki. That's Tanai Kodum Lemaisa. It's only the second half. It's in the kefil of the Tanai that you don't need Tanai Kodum Lemaisa. That could be Rashi Shita. In the kefil of the Tanai, you could say, and you'll choke if you did something wrong. And then, then you don't need Tanai Kodum Lemaisa for the second half. But Tosas apparently holds that you need Tanai Kodum Lemaisa for both halves. So it's actually fundamental machlokas in general about uh, Tanai Kodum Lemaisa, how, how, uh, how far Tanai Kodum Lemaisa goes. Okay, says the Gemara Viter, sixth Raya. Bish, um, yeah, Bishlam So now Rameir makes a lot of sense. That's why it says without the Yud. What's the Torah alluding to by saying it without the Yud? If it's not referring to the negative side. So Israel. I might have thought that nothing really happens to her if she did sleep with someone else. It's just she didn't miss her. She's going to go to Gehenim, but nothing's going to happen to her right now. Therefore, comes tell me that no, something will happen to her right now. Seventh raya and final raya. Bishlam that I'm mayor. Hainu d'chsev hu yischata bo. By yom ashlishu by yom ashvi yitar vim lo yischata v'gomer. I understand very well, according to Rameir, why the Torah has to tell me that when it comes to the Tara process from Tumas Mei. So what do you do? You need the eifer paraduma to be sprinkled on you on the third and seventh day, and then you'll be tahar. And if you don't go through this process, and you don't have this procedure done, you don't have the Eifer Paraduma sprinkled, then you're not going to be tahar. Why do you need to say the second side? Right? Why do you need to say what happens if you don't? Obviously, if you don't, you don't become tahar. So now, Yitzchak, I might have thought that really ideally that was supposed to be day three and day seven, but if you only did on one of them, that's okay too. That you're, you're still uh, you're still tahar. That's why it had to tell me no that you're only tahar if you do day three and day seven. If you do day three or day seven, you're not tahar. 
Why does the Torah then have to say explicitly that uh, the Torah has to sprinkle on the Tameh on the third and seventh day? So again, I need that as well. I might think that it says the third day to tell me if I do it on the second day, it's no good. It says the seventh day to tell me if I do it on the sixth day, it's no good. Why? To come in might be metara because you're 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 minimizing the number of days. But when I do it on day three and day eight, where I'm extending the process, I'm not uh, trying to speed up the process. I'm extending the process, so uh, I might think I'm a shepherd dummy. That's okay. Therefore, come tell me no. It's not an issue of you're not allowed to speed up the process. It's an issue of you're not allowed to veer from the process. The process is described in the Torah, and you need to do it as described in the Torah. And what do I need? I might think that's only true when it comes to achieving a level of tahara that will allow you to eat kachim. But for truma, even if you have only one sprinkling it would be good enough that to achieve the level of Tara that you need to eat Truma, which is a lower level than uh, for Kachim, so even one sprinkling would be good enough, I might think. So Kamash Mulan, therefore, has to tell me otherwise. Tosos over here is a very strong Kasha. He says, Tema, this again, this is not a Tanai over here. I mean, when the Torah gives you a mitzvah and says this is what you need to do, that's not called a Tanai. The Torah is telling me how one becomes Tahar. The Torah generally, when it tells me how to become Tahar, does not say, and if you don't do it, you're going to remain Tameh. That's obvious. If I don't do what it takes to become Tahar, I'm going to remain Tameh. It's not an issue of Tanai. Even a mayor holds that throughout the rest of the Torah, whenever the Torah says, you go to the mikvah. The Torah doesn't always say, and if you don't go to the mikvah, then you're not going to be tahar. Of course, if you don't go to the mikvah, you're not going to be tahar. So what, why is this any different? Why is the Torah of Paraduma, the Torah from Tumas Meis, any different? So it says to Dami, the Hasim Milsa de Pshita, given the mitzvah who should siva Kodesh Barchu, im loasa by other places, by Varachat Bimayim Vitair, by all other places, it's obvious that it's a mitzvah from Hashem, and if you don't do the mitzvah, so you're not going to be Yotze the mitzvah. So it doesn't have to say the negative. Aval Hacha Mashma but over here it sounds a little bit more like a Tanai. It says, which implies that if you purify yourself with it, you will become Tahar. It doesn't say, do it. It says, if you do it. Had it said it in the imperative, had it said, go and do it. Right, so then Enochinami would be just like any other mitzvah. But over here, it uses more of a lashon of a tanai. It, since it uses more of a lashon of a tanai, so we're it's 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 similar to it's not really a tanai, but it's similar enough to tanai at least Tosu that you could talk about whether we can uh, rely on svara or not, which is essentially the real machlokas Can we rely on our own svara to figure out the negative from the positive? Kasha is better than the answer. No, it's a very, very strong kasha. I didn't, again, didn't get a chance to look around and see what the uh, what the Rishonim have to say about it, but it seems like a very strong kasha. 
especially on Rashi, meaning uh, on Rashi, if everything's going to have to fit in, in if all these these rayas are going to have to be about tonight, it's going to be very difficult. A little bit easier according to Tosos, that it doesn't have to be about tonight, it just has to be about whether we're willing to rely on our own logic or whether we need perfect clarity when we when we say things. Okay, says the Mishnah. A guy is a Makadish woman, and he uh, says, you know, I, I thought she was from a family of Kohanim, Turns out she was a Levia. Or I thought she was a Levia. Turns out she's a Kohanist. She never said anything. She never told him she's one or the other. He just thought her last name was Kohen. He thought it was uh, reasonable to assume that she was uh, she was a Kohen. And now he's claiming that that was a big deal to him. That that, that type of Yichus matters to him. Or he wanted a Davka marry a Levi. Right? Uh, he thought it would be cool if he could uh, fulfill that, that, that Pasuk. Like Amram and Yochevet, so uh, so he wanted to marry a Levi, and it turns out that she's really she's really from a family of Kohanim. Or Ania Varei Ashira, Ashira Varei Ania. He said, I thought she was poor. Turns out she's rich. I thought she was rich. Turns out she's poor. As we've pointed out in the past, so, although one might think there is a sheet in Tanaim that anything that's better than what you thought you can't really complain about. But no, there's a, there's a, an argument to say I don't want to wear a shoe that's too big on my foot. Right? That you could say I, I, I'm comfortable with a certain level of yichus. I'm comfortable with a certain level of wealth. Beyond that, it's it's a little uncomfortable for me. It's a little overwhelming, a little too much pressure. So in either of these cases, though, she never told him otherwise. So because she didn't fool him, she didn't try to trick him, so she's mukudeshes. Homely shareim gudeshli lachashes. A guy says to woman, you should be Mekadoshes to me after I convert, meaning he's a guy. Or after you convert, she's a guy. Or after I am freed, he's, a, he's an Eved. After you are freed, she's a Shivcha. After your husband dies, she's married. A little inappropriate, but he goes over to her and says, uh, after your husband dies, you should be Mekadoshes to me. Or he's married to her sister. So he says, after your sister dies, I want you to be Mekadoshes to me. Or she needs Yibam. And he says, look, after you get Chalitza done, I want you to be Mekadoshes to me. In any of these cases... Uh, so uh, the, Rashi points out this Tana is obviously assuming that in Kiddush and Tovsin be Yivam Lashuk, right? We're saying that right now the Kiddush would not be Tovsin. So it must be that we're assuming Yivam Lashuk, there's not even Kiddush and Tovsin. It's not just Samanis Olav where Kiddush and Tovsin, like a, like, like a Grusha Lakoin or something. Kiddush is not even Tovsin. And that's why it it's only would be Chal. Afterwards, so in all these cases, in all these cases, it's and Rashi says because all these things are things that are low baliolam. And uh, right now, it's ain't biadolakacha. Right now, he doesn't have the ability to be makadish or kiddush. wouldn't be tovsin right now, so you can't uh, you can't set the process in motion to take effect later on. And similarly, if a guy goes to his friend and says, "Look, if your wife ever has a baby girl, I want I want that girl to be my wife." Right, I want it, I want her to be mukadeshes to me. It's ainu mukadeshes. That's uh, because again, it's it's lo baliyalam. We apparently are not gores the princes, not because they're wrong, but because we're going to see in the Gemara. It's obvious the Gemara didn't have this gear, so the Gemara had this as an addition to the Mishnah, not the not as part of the Mishnah itself. So we'll skip the princes right now. It's not hasam. So our Mishnah, we learned in a Mishnah in Mesachas Trumas. You're not allowed to take truma from detached produce, produce that's been detached from the ground already, to cover produce that's still attached to the ground. 
Why not? <coughs> so Rashi says, Mechuber is not chayiv in Truma, because the Pasuk says, Reish is Dagancha, and Dagan means something that's already detached from the ground. So therefore, when you take Truma on detached produce to cover produce that's still attached to the ground, it's taking Minachayiv al and it doesn't work. And therefore, when you then go and detach the produce that's still attached to the ground, it's still going to be Tevel, you're going to have to take Truma again. That's Rashi. Tosa says that that's not the Pshat. According to Rashi, when does when does produce become chayiv and truma? Not the second you detach it from the ground. It's after the miruah chakri when you pile it up and even out the piles. That's when it becomes chayiv and truma. Prior to that, it's not chayiv and truma. So why are we talking about detached and attached? We should say if you if your mafresh truma from produce that's detached from the ground and has already had miruah chakri to cover produce that has not yet had miruah chakri. That's what we should talk about. That, and we should say that that if you do that, it shouldn't be good truma. Shariloh midgan but that's not even true. That if you go and you t- you you preempt and you take Rishon before Trumagadola, so that that stuff you took is part from Trumagadola. Sounds like it does work. That even at the early stage before it's before it's technically chayiv, it would work. We have a fairish mishnah that says like that. That if you take truma from something that already had miruach akri on something that had not yet had miruach akri, the truma works. So apparently, it has nothing to do with whether it's chayiv and truma yet or not. Chayiv and truma only only begins once you have miruach akri. So what is the pshat? What's the issue with uh, with with mechuber and talush? Lachen yelari hadu mechuber pater nafkalam yidchsev mimenu. And what's the Pasuk telling me? Pasuk is telling me that not only when something has not yet had Mirocha Kri is a Pater from Truma, but when it's still Mechuber to the Karka, not only is it Pater from Truma, but even if you do it, even if you take Truma from it, for it, it's still not going to count as truma. Whereas it's something that has not yet had miruach hakri is pater, but only lechatchila. You don't take truma for it. But if you did, it's going to work when it's still mechuber lekarka. We have a special gzeres to tell me that even b'diyevet it doesn't work, and that's what our gemara is talking about. Okay, so anyway, we have this mishnah. You're not allowed to be torish minatalosh um, alamechuber, and if you did so, ain't truma so truma. Let's say you say the fruits of this row, which are detached, should be truma on the fruits of this row, which are or the opposite, but you say not that it should be chal right now, you say it should be chal when they become detached, which has not yet happened, and right now it's not biyado to be mafresh, because right now it's still attached, so and then later you detach it. Now, what's the din? Does it now? Is it now chal retroactively? Does it work? Amrlei says Kol Shabiyado Lavka Mechusam Aisadami. Very key statement. This is Rabbi Yochanan's Chiddush that any time it's within your control to make it happen, it's not considered as <coughs> it's not considered to be Mechusam Aisad. <coughs> It's not considered that you're that you're missing anything, that you're missing a step. You're ready, it's just uh, you just haven't done it, but it's totally in your control to do it. 
but now we ask on that chiddush. Normally, Shareim Gadash Lachshes Sky Lachshes Sky Relachshes Shach Lachshes Shach Relachshemus Baylech Lachshes Tamis Achusech Lachshes Yachlus Aichiv Emech Einu Gadashes. In all these cases, in our Mishnah, we said that it's a Davar Shalom Eliyalim, and therefore it's not going to be Mukadashes. So the Gemara says most of these things in our Mishnah in Achinami are not in your control. Bishlav Kulav Biyado. Eleger, have a biyado. Most of them are not in your control. But whether you convert to Judaism, that's in your control. So why, why is that considered lobo liyolam? Shouldn't that be considered biyado? Shouldn't that be considered something that is within your control? So Ger is also not really in your control. A ger requires a bezdin. And my time, a mishpat, it says mishpat, so it has to follow the normal laws of a, of a din. And a din, a din Torah needs three judges. So, how do you know if three people are going to be there to serve as judges? So it's not within your control. So none of it is within your control. Where do you need three judges by a gerus? At which point in the gerus do you need three judges? So this is a discussion in Tosos. Tosos, near Davka Bekabalos Mitzvahs, that it's only by the Kabbalos Mitzvahs. Apparently, the Tosos assumes that the Kabbalos Mitzvahs like the Tchilas Din. Right? And that's how the Nasi Kelim and Shulchan Aruch explain. That the Kabbalist Mitzvah is like the Tchilas Din. The Tchilas Din requires, uh, requires Shlosha. But the Tfilah, if you already did the Kabbalist Mitzvah, the Tfilah does not need three. It brings a Raya. And then five lines down into the skinny lines. Frek tells us, Mil Kasha. Mehadamar. The, the Gemara says that we uh, put her in water up until her neck, and you have two Tamil Chum to stand outside and let her know some of the key mitzvahs. The Gemara asks, Don't you need three judges? The Gemara answers, Yeah, yeah, we mean, we mean you have three judges there. So what do you see? Where do you have the three judges? For Tvila also, it's not just for Kabbalah's mitzvahs. Sounds from that Gemara, you need, you need three judges for Tvila as well. So it says, tells us a couple of answers. First of all, Yeshua Mdavadi, the mitzvah, Vina Shlosha, Vlola Akin. And this is the, what we pass in Shulchan Aruch. Lechadchili, you need three judges for both the Tvila and for the Kabbalah's mitzvahs. Bidiyavad, it's only Ma'akev to have the three judges for the. Uh, for for the Kabbalah's mitzvos, not for the tefillah. In Ami Yeshlam, the Hadavar Yishlosh had a time in Mishum Kabbalah's mitzvos. The reason that you need three at the uh, in that Gemara is because of the Kabbalah's mitzvos that was going on. Um, the and the thing is, you did the Kabbalah's mitzvos miyad right before the tefillah. That's the you're supposed to do the Kabbalah's mitzvos immediately prior to the tefillah. So the three judges in that Gemara are not there for the tefillah; they're there for the Kabbalah's mitzvos. Is everything that's really a mishpat? Does everything that's really a mishpat require three? By uh, we 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 learn in Sanhedrin that hodos valvos. If you have a yachin mumcha, that's good enough. So the Tosot says, no, this is a, Gerus is more comparable to Gzelos and Chavalos, which always require three. If you're not sure which type of Mishpat to be Makish, Gerus to, the rule generally is you always go in the Chumrah direction. Um, 
Rabbi tells us, I, but then shouldn't we need mumchin? It's as if we have mumchin, as if we're doing the shlichus of the, of the mumchin. Okay, anyway, says the Gemara Vaiter. Maskar Rabbi Abba Mamal El Meata, not some proof of the Shubchas of Amarim Gdashli, Achmashesh, Shacharecha, Kanami Dabi Kedushin. So wait a second, if a guy goes over to the Shubcha Kananis and gives her a pruta and says, You should be Mukdash to me with this pruta after I free you, that should be a good Kedushin. It shouldn't be considered Mukhus or Mesa, because it's totally within his control to free her. Says the Gemara, no, Haki Asha, bad comparison. Over there, prior to him freeing her, she's like a behemoth. I mean, Yeshivcha is like a behemoth. Over here, it's Dasacharis. The Ritva says that it's, therefore, it's considered mamish like a Dover Shlobaliyolam. Even though it's within his, it's in his control, sometimes when things are so far removed, even though it's in your control to do, but it's such a major process that needs to be done, it's considered a Dover Shlobaliyolam. Um, the uh, and and the truth is, says the Ritva, we could have given the same answer before by the ger, right? We said that uh, I his gerus is within his control, so the Gemara could have answered, yeah, but right now he's he's a guy, he's so far removed from being a Jew, it's a davar shalom the Rashba, though, writes that we couldn't give this answer by a ger, because there's a difference between an Eved and a guy. To go from an Eved to being a Jew, an Eved is like a behemah. It's not every guy that's like a behemah. And this is a machlokas, apparently, how to understand the Pasuk. Shvulachem poim ha-chamar. Avram Avinu turns to Yishmael and Eliezer and says, you stay here with the chamar. And what do we darshin? Am adom el-chamar. That it's the am that's like a chamar. So who's like the animal? Is it Eliezer only? Or is it Eliezer and Yishmael? Right, Yishmael's a guy, Eliezer's an Eved. So if it's only Eliezer, so that's like the Rashba. That the, the, when we say that it's like a behema, so that's referring only to an Eved. But a guy is not like a behema, and the guy would, uh, you, if it's biyado by, by, uh, by a guy, then, then it would be considered, it would not be considered mechus ma'isa. Whereas if you assume that they're both amadom al-chamar, so then it would be a mechus ma'isa in either case. Anyway, says in Maravites, well, hadam raboshi, ha'nos imput al-lishom v'am la'arei m'kadash li l'achashay garsheich, ha'nim k'dashas, ha'chanam l'arabi yochan l'arabi kedushin. What about if you give a pruta to your wife and you say, you should be m'kadash to me with this pruta after I divorce you? According to Rabbi Yochan, it should be a good kedushin because it's biyado. Says Mar, no, he did biyado l'gasha, biyado l'kadja. It's biyado to divorce her. It's not necessarily biyado because you could divorce her even against her will. But it's not biyado to be m'kadash her afterwards because kedushin needs her consent and you're not necessarily going to have it. So Tifshot by Raboshia, why don't we answer Raboshia's Shaila? And those in Shay Prutus Lisha Bachasamala Skachli Ayom Bachasamala Skachli Lachashegarshik. With one Prut you say you should be Mukdash to me today. The other one you say you should be Mukdash to me after I divorce you. Tifshot be not the Lava Kedushin. So why don't we say it's not a good Kedushin based on what we just said, that it's not within your control? <coughs> To be Makadisha again after you divorce her. So it says, Since she's not your wife right now, and the original Kiddushan that you're giving her right now is going to be Chal, so I would think that her Kabbalah and the other Pruta would work to make sure that the other Kiddushan would work as well. As opposed to, in our case, we, you were married already, so there is no Kiddushan that's going on right now. You're not allowed to take Truma from uh, detached produce to cover attached produce, and if you do, the truma doesn't work. Kate said, the detached should work for the attached, the attached should work for the detached. That's worthless. But if you say that when it becomes detached, I want it to be chal, I want the truma to be chal, when the 
produce that's currently attached becomes detached, the Chumash Michal, and then you detach it, the Varif Kayaman, that does work. That's the riot Rabbi Yochanan, because you see, since it's biyado, since it's within your control to, to pick the produce out, out of the ground, it's considered, it's not considered to be Mechus or Maisa, and therefore it's going to work. And then we just add, yes, okay, number of Lazar and Yaakov, Afilu, Amr, Peres, Aruz, Lutushin, Yutrumel, Peres, Aruz, Mukhbaris, Peres, Aruz, Mukhbaris, Yutrumel, Peres, Aruz, Lutushin, Likashi, Yavishlish, Viyitlashu. Even if right now the stuff that's attached to the ground is not even one third grown, it's so far removed from being detached that you say that the Truma should be chal on it when it grows a third and becomes detached. And then it grows a third of its growth and is detached. And that's also good enough, even though it's even further removed. He only says this when it, when, when it comes to stubble on the ground, but something that's in Agam, which is even uh, earlier stage of development, where it's only tzmach and rachim, where it's only soft, uh, soft little growth, that, that, that's too far removed. That's not even close to being ready. Rav Yosef Amrafil Bagam. Rav Yosef, no, even if it's Agam. My mashmadai Agam Lishon de Bitzlunahu. How do I know Agam sounds like something that's soft growth? Amr Blazer Damukra, Halach of Kagman Rosho. It says to bend over something like an Agamon. Command also Haddan Yamalachverim Yaldishka and the Kavim Kadeshisli, Loamar Klum. Who's the following Brysa? And again, we're assuming it's not Mishnah. The following Brysa going like where it says, if your wife gives birth to an Akeva, she should be Mukadeshis to me. That's not a valid. That's only if she's not pregnant. But if she is pregnant, it works. Come on, who's that like? Well, if it's going like Rabbi, you have to say it's already at a stage in the pregnancy where it's obvious that she's pregnant, right? Because Rabbi is one that said that the produce has to be grown enough that it's uh, that it's shachas already, but if it's only uh, if it's only if it's only agam, then it's no good. And if it's going like Rabbi Yosef, even if it's not hukarubra, even if it's at the earlier stage where it's not even evident yet, still you're allowed to go that far into the future. It's not considered something that's uh, that's mechusar that's not baliyalim at all. Okay.